I'm gonna put a buzz Damn, Chris, on the internet one day A Chris said, you know, let's make a podcast, boy Come on now, what do you say? Well, what will this podcast be about? Sit down with a tear in his eye We got stories bad people tell each other From Luetti and Empire to the city of Mumbai Oh, you mean urban legends And the podcast was urban legends With Bill and Chris You take care, y'all Hello and welcome to uh, this week's episode of Urbane Legends, the podcast about urban legends and stories and stuff like that. Uh, this is an unusual one. We're actually recording in the evening, so it's kind of an urban legends after dark, I suppose. Uh, we'll see how we get on. Um, might do it quickly so we can have our dinner. Um, I am a little-known Thundercat, Linksaw. And with me, as always, is ultra-serious Peridian clown, Mr... Neil Herbert. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? How are, how are, how are things on the Parisian clown scene? Tracerie. Tracerie. Lovely. C'est triste. C'est triste. Dans, dans la scene. <laughs> uh, is it still still a, a big moneymaker? Uh, not, not a lot of, um, lot of people to teach sad clowning too since David Bowie passed. Have you not? It's a bit of a bit of a spike when everyone got interested in mime again briefly, but uh and sad clowning and various other accoutrements. Oh okay. Um is there a lot of um, is there a lot of ball work? Like moving a ball from hand to hand and contemplating it sadly? Yeah, like, or just you know, um, being overwhelmed by the beauty of nature and really <laughs> letting a, a tear roll down one's eye. Boss, is there a lot of sighing with your shoulders? Well, you know, always pointy hats. When I when I look at when I look at the the state of of your country over there, oh, you I mean, but Macron, you know, he's he's not the, the greatest of leaders, but uh, well, I don't know who have you got in charge now. I don't know. Uh, uh, Rishi, that... isn't it currently? Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to having a hedge fund manager manager taking over the economy and the cost of living crisis. I mean, what I will, I mean, a lot of people are saying the good thing about it is it is, you know, trying to take the one positive out of it is uh, we've got someone from a BAME background in charge of the country, and that's a good thing. It's a good think. milestone to achieve, I think. It's a good milestone to achieve. You see, I don't think that's the best thing for me personally. Shame they're a billionaire fund manager. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, at least they're vaguely financially literate. Well, he's, he wasn't, yeah, I mean, he, he did, to be, to be fair, let's not pretend he's like some kind of financial whiz kid. He did a two year apprenticeship at Goldman Sachs before getting into politics and his money is his wife's. So it's not, he's not like yeah, a hedge smart. fund manager. Route, route yeah. A finance. The good thing is, so, I mean, the positive... That's how we used to do it with English football, Chris, just get up to the big lad up front. Yeah, <laughs> all that nonsense. Yeah, what's all this going down the wings nonsense? No, just let lamp it up to the big boy up front. Yeah, just marry, marry, and do what he does best. Yeah, that's how we won in '66, Chris. For me, the most positive thing is that uh, watching the the sort of weekly parade of new Conservative Prime Ministers, um, because I'm trying to become more ecologically aware. This has actually worked out as a good substitute for um, for me because I have that thing, that kink where I like to push spiders into my eyes. 
yeah. and this has replaced that. So, you know, it's good for the spider community. Well, this is a problem because, you know, over there you're just replacing the sad clown market because it's just filled with sad clowns. It's just, well, you, well, you could say you, that. Your Parisian sad clown's got no, you know. No, I woke up, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, but literally every pub is full of sad clowns. Now. Yeah. Well, I hate to sound like one of the tofu-eating poker eyes. La Brave Man's fucking little, little pathetically rolling little speech. Mm. Yeah, Guardian reading. Not that bothered about tofu, to be honest with you, Chris. But yeah, no. it probably applies. No, you like... Yeah. Um, I'm anti-growth, obviously. You know, part of the anti-growth coalition that's not just a arrangement like, um, of Liz Truss. You like Escargol and Gilloise, don't you? Oh, yeah. Mm. Get, yeah get snails and fags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a few greasy snails. I've got a fag on. Not bad, snails, fags and pernil. I'll tell you what, a uh, Escargol bap. Not too... Not too shabby. Really? Do they sell that and at the Pompadour yeah. Centre? A few frites. Or, <laughs> oh, yeah, outside the Pompadour, yeah. I haven't had moulet frites for a long time. Have you? Oh, very nice. That's I try three or four times a week. You have it three or four times a week? Yeah. It's cheap, cheap but nourishing, isn't it? Um, what? Food what, 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 of the people. What sauce do you have? Do you have, like, shallots and white wine? Yeah, or, just classic white wine. Or a... Or a, t- like a t- or a ticker sauce? Or was that just in England? Oh, ticker sauce. Oh, you, you, oh, you enraged my Gallic blood. Stop <laughs> ruining everyone's cuisine. It's a ticker style sauce. Do you know what? I imagine, yeah, I could oh, go with it. You'd like it, I reckon. You'd yeah. have a bit of it. thin, beautiful. There must, be, there must be a pub in, in Britain that does do a chicken tikka more marinara somewhere. <laughs> I don't think that is. I think we've laser style spotted a gap in the market. <laughs> yes, there we go. Brilliant. Start opening chain chain restaurants over in France. Well, they've um after America, they've actually they've got the most amount of McDonald's. France has. That's surprising, isn't it? Considering their route to toot about their own food. Yeah, well, again, though, I think, um, well, I think they, they are, but it coexists. I mean, they do have a, they've got one in the, well, just outside the Louvre, haven't they? But, um, I don't know. I've, not, I've not been to Paris. Yeah, there, there's plenty of fast food to be found out there, but, um, I think it's just a very popular city, isn't it, Paris? Or France is a very, um, populous country. Cause you think, I guess, I mean, Germany, I suppose, would be the only other one that would be, um, equivalent, but they're all into, uh, I don't know. I didn't see any McDonald's when I was in Berlin. France has France has France and England or UK, sorry, have the same population pretty much by about a million away. Yeah. And but Germany's got like eighty million. It's eighty. I was going to say, you think because like Spain's actually quite sparsely populated considering the size of the country. I'm just trying to think of other big. You know, what I mean, like for me, like because the, cause they're all over us stealing our jobs now. Is, <laughs> it, is it number a McDonald's or is it number per head? Do you know what I mean? No, it's number of McDonald's. Yeah. So, you know, you'd expect less in Spain, for example. Chris, I was, you know, obviously, me and the whole rest of the, the um, clown community, big fan of the 80s cartoons, big fan of the Thundercats. Don't mm. recall those. Panthro, yeah, he was good. Like mm-hmm. Mr. T, kind of, one, yeah. he was always best. Lion-O, he was all right. Yeah. Cheeto, or Cheetar, or whatever the bleeding name was. Cheeto, yeah. The Chris. annoying ones, and the little ghost, annoying. Wily Kit and Wily Cat. Yeah, annoying little kids. And Snarf. It was a screech, yeah, that was it. Snarf, snarf. Now, I don't recall... Linksaw. I don't recall you being in the cartoon, Linksaw. No, well, my my special 
at Thundercat School was uh, was very good at admin. So I was I was yeah. just I was generally in the back office. Oh well, you need you need somebody to do that, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, I'm who's going to fund all these adventures? Well, exactly. You can't build yeah. the Thunder Palace or whatever yeah. it's called. That big cat it's mountain. Panthro thing. constantly, you know, destroying his big tank or whatever it was. Constantly nunchucking his. Paying for all that. Oil. Well, the thing is, Panthro, excellent mechanic as well as kung fu artist, but where's you know the thing is. Who's managing the supply chain for him to get the materials enabled? Uh, that would be me. That's yeah. that, that's that's what I excel at. Not so much the fighting. Uh, I think it's unnecessary. But you know what what they do in their spare time. I think a lot of it could be to do with the fact that we're still using uh, fully leaded petrol in the thunder tank. So wow. I think that might be where a lot of the anger's coming from. He's a big petrol head panther, isn't he? Big big Clarkson fan. <laughs> Tried to convert it to diesel once he wasn't having it. <laughs> Let, never mind electric. What were you thinking about the, uh, the 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 bills on body oil? That's quite quite high, aren't they? <laughs> the body oil. Um, again, again, it's written into their contract. So, so what are you going to do? So it's fine. They, but but um, we paid them slightly less because of that. I mean, they get they put it on expenses, but obviously yeah. sometimes you know, sometimes they forget a receipt. Or whatever, and then um, you know it, it can be a bit to to and fro. There, we have to speak. I have to get a sign off from that ghost bloke who speaks to the lion one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I have to get him to sign it off because he, he's the director. But um, I guess you're buying it in that bulk. It's probably quite good value by the barrel. It, look, at the end of the day, I come in, I do my eight hours. It's what keeps then, the talent happy, and that's and that's me done. Whereas they're they're off working all kinds of hours, well, you, and, and actually, if you work it out, they do get paid more. But because of the extra hours they put in, I'm actually earning more per hour than they are. So you know, well, as a, as a, who's, th- who's, a, who's a real winner? As a Thundercat, you never know when the mighty Skeletor or whatever the, he wasn't Skeletor. Was Mumra, it? Mumra. Oh yeah, that was it. The ever living. You never know yeah. when he's going to get up to something. Yeah. Well, every week, presumably. Yeah, every week. It's, 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 he doesn't learn Um. I don't, I don't know that. Don't who's, who's, bank, who's bankrolling Mumra? That's what I'd like to know. Big oil. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Big, yeah. big, 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 big Egypt. It's Egypt, isn't it? It's Egypt. Yeah. As part of Mumra, was part of Egypt's space program that went went awry, of course. Uh, so that's that done. Um, <laughs> Glad well, that's over. What, what are you going to have? Considering as it's late, what are you having for dinner? What am I having for dinner? I'm not sure yet, actually. I've got to go down the shop after this. So, oh, no. Yeah, there's nothing in the fridge. So Going down, going down the petrol station for your dinner again, are you, Neil? <laughs> that's pretty, actually, that's pretty. There aren't, <laughs> there aren't a lot of... There's one Tesco Metro, which is a petrol station, and there's another Tesco Metro, which I think might be shut. It was, um, Going to get so, a monkey pie. <laughs> oh, I might get pizza because it's easy, or I can't be bothered cooking, actually, I don't think. I don't know. I'm going to go there and see what they've got. The other option is I might just get fish and chips. We've got a good fish and chip shop hmm. around the corner. so Very, very might, British of you. I might get fish and chips. Fish and chips. Fishy chips? Yeah. yeah. Of course, fish and chips, for people who don't know, was, you know, people think traditional British. Of course, it was brought here back in the 17th century by Jewish immigrants. Yep, sort of with a lot of fried food and stuff like that. So yeah, fried fish. Stalls, yeah. yeah, fried fish. Yeah. I, think, I think with the chips and stuff, it has become... We really, are renowned, 
We a really are. Pot. Yes. We really are a melting pot. If only people would recognise that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, mm. right. So. Not interested in what I'm having for dinner then? Fucking rude, aren't you? <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I genuinely not. But oh, yeah, okay. what are you what what are you having for dinner, Chris? Do you know? Or you I'm gonna have, I'm gonna know? I'm gonna have a bucket of Otterlan because I'm living I'm living my best life. Otterlan is that the one yeah. where you have to put your head under? Yes. A well, you uh, yeah, but I don't because because yeah. you're not in bed. You're just like just chewing them up. I just yeah, like a bucket of KFC. Oh, that's I love the crunchy bones. Mmm. Mixes with the blood mm. and the avocado. All right, Neil, so that's that's another bit done. Uh, so, <laughs> it's didn't, we haven't done that one before, so that's, a, that's what, one. what we're having for dinner. We'll, we'll bounce a revisit. So, yeah. Well, it's it's an evening show, isn't it? It's, that's true, yeah. It's an evening show. We normally do this um, uh, on a daytime. Yeah, this is Urbane Legends After Dark, as you put it. Mm. Um, after Dark. Dark. Who knows what Who knows? Urbane what Legends After Dark. Anything could happen. It won't. It absolutely mm. won't, but it could. It could. It could. Well, that's we'll what I to cling on to, listener. Right. Talking it's, tan- which, it's tantalizing. Oh, it's tantalizing. Who knows? Who knows? Mm. As we approach the witching hour. Or oh, yeah. Half, how, did half you, six. How, how did your Halloween go? Um, what, so I think that thing that's happening next week. Uh, no, yeah. I think that happened last week, Neil. Yeah. Well, no, I think, think that happened two weeks ago. I think, I think the listener knows that we record something that's had a schedule. But anyway. Um, well, I thought these went out live. Yeah. This, these aren't. <laughs> These aren't live. Mm. I don't understand how these Pop-Tart things work. Yeah, to to go with the conceit, though, um, yeah, it was was good. Um, I can't think why it was good. No? We'll see see how your... How about yours? What was your... uh... Wonderful carved carved a pumpkin. That was nice. Um, I carved the face of Kelsey Grammer into it. Because it was the right shape and size. Yeah, no, it would be. Especially um, these yeah, days. I did that. Um, put that in the window. Um, but weirdly, that apparently is is like a signal for sex people. So yes. I didn't really. I thought it was just the pampas grass. But if you put if you put uh, oh no, if you put pumpkin carved in the shape of Kelsey Grammer, that's quite well known. Then people then people think that means you're open for business. Yes, f- figuratively and literally. Yeah. Um, so after after um, explaining to several of them and then basically backing down to their wishes, um, uh, after that happened several times, then uh, I removed the pumpkin from the window. Um, what about three weeks later? Yeah, until then, until the next night. Yeah, <laughs> because the sun was coming up until <laughs> till it had completely decayed. Yeah, and then you buy another pumpkin. Nice, nice. There you go. Little tip for you there, okay. listeners. Yeah, we'll have some fun. If you want to have some fun with some strangers, pop a, <laughs> pop, pop the Kelsey Grammer into your window and uh, people will come a knocking. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's move on then <laughs> to the. Uh, yeah. What's the legend, what man? What is the legend? We're going to talk about, we're going to go to lovely South Carolina and talk about their. Where, Tim, where Timberland's from. Is it? The no. producer no. slash. slash Latter more late in his career. Anything to do with the shoes? Isn't there some trainers or boots called Timberlands? He may have he may have called himself after the boot Timberlands because he liked them. I don't know. Why not? Either that, either that, or he's um, from a long line of lumberjacks. 
it's, well, it all, all roads are Or both. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not all both. at once? Um, and we're going we're gonna to go to the uh, the lizard man. Mm. Yeah, um, the lizard man of scape or swamp, I believe it's one. So I don't know why I said it like that. Scape or swamp, lizard man of scape uh, or swamp. Yeah, or the lizard man one. of Lee County can be also known as. This is one that came that popped up ages ago, and we said we'll do it later. And yeah. you know we're fulfilling our promise. And now is later. Mm-hmm. You know, so so all that has as has been predicted is going to happen. We get round to it eventually. Plenty of them to do. So this is from um, taking an article from discoversouthcarolina.com. So you know, they uh, certainly know what's going on, and by uh, a Kerry Egan. So thank you, Kerry. So, Cheers, Kerry. Checks in the post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really not. Um, right, without further ado. So, Scotland has a Loch Ness Monster. The Pacific Northwest has a Sasquatch. Puerto Rico has a Chupacabra. Nepal, the Yeti. They can't oh. hold a candle to the Lizard Man. Really? Big claims here. Big, big claims. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to fulfill them. Because... I was just fronting. Yeah. We shall see. Mm. Oh. Balls in your court then, Kerry Egan. See where we can go. So, denizen of the swamps surrounding Bishopsville and a connoisseur of delicious chrome trim on automobiles, <laughs> Lizard Man is South Carolina's very own homegrown monster. I mean, it all, I mean, my instant reaction is it's a good excuse for people stealing chrome trim off people's vehicles. Do you reckon that's like... Oh, must have been Liz Mane. Yeah, just like you know, you're just really high on whatever well, I don't know, whatever the local. Well, chrome trim, you can we can flog that for decent cash. Oh, I thought I, I just thought you know people are just like so just attracted by snorting it or something. Just give me, give what? me. Like, I can't what, actually so, chrome. So, so, solid metal. Now, I should expect. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, yeah, but yeah, you probably could. You probably flog it. I guess. So imagine it if you can in the weed. In the wee dark hours of the morning on June 29th, 1988, a teenage boy was driving home from work when he blew a tyre on the edge of Scape or Swamp. Mm-mm. He got out of the car to change the tyre when he heard a sound, like someone running, getting louder and louder. Suddenly, from the darkness, it emerged. Blazing red eyes, green oh. scaly skin, long black claws on its three fingers, a staggering seven feet tall, what else could it be but a lizard man? <laughs> Alligator man, crocodile man. Fair enough. It does sound a little bit like... Did you ever see that terrible Suicide Squad movie? No. There's a character in that called Killer Croc. Anyway. Okay. You haven't seen it. It's not much point, is there? No. Um, I wouldn't recommend David, to be honest with you. The sequel was quite good. James Gunn did that one. Anyway. Okay. You've got Idris Elba in it. Like, okay. Like yeah, all right. I'm not going to... <laughs> you indulge me on that. Fair enough. Um, I don't. I'm, I have to be quite hard pushed for stuff to watch to watch the DC superhero stuff because it's. A, it feels a bit Shite. low rent. It feels a bit low rent compared to the Marvel stuff. The James Gunn one's good, actually. To be fair, it's one of the, one of the like. Um, did you ever see Peacemaker? No. no, no, fair enough. I would recommend either of those. I've never seen a film, Neil. Why do you keep bringing them up? Well, because I, I know you can't watch them, and I like to mock you. Right. Back it's to... a genetic problem. Let's try a bit harder. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> just car for safety. The lizard man attacked the car, ripping off the mirror and gouging the roof of the vehicle. Oh, strong claws. 
just two weeks later, police were called to the scene of some vandalism. So, oh, we haven't seen what's gone on to what's gone on to this chap. So we'll see. We'll see what comes next. A car not too far from the swamp had been attacked in the night. Fenders ripped off. The antenna bent, deep scratches along the body, and chrome trim had been seemingly been chewed off, see? Mm. Could it be the monster again? Why is he keying all these cars? It's like a jilted lover. Chewing chrome trim and all sorts. Um, over the course of the summer, more cars in the vicinity of Scapeor Swamp were brutally attacked and chewed on, and more people reported seeing <laughs> a normal scaly green man lurking in the woods and swamps. The police were called oh. out, and the sheriff made plaster casts of the enormous three-toed footprints left behind in the thick swamp mud. They considered a call to the FBI, but decided against it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want the G-men coming round. They'll, um, they'll hush it up. Just, yeah, turn it into a right circus. Start asking too many questions about your tax status. We'll just try and hustle you off. Get some of that sweet federal cryptid money, won't they? Well, and the thing is, I mean... You're in a, you're living in the swamps in South Carolina. You're all going to have a still, aren't you? Let's yeah. be honest. So you don't want you, you or your cousin. You turn a blind eye because that's the way. Do you know what, Chris? That's the way it works out here. Yeah, that is the way it works out here. Yeah, yeah. 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 G man from New York wouldn't wouldn't know. Yeah, some pencil pushing fucking idiot in a suit. Doesn't know, doesn't know how things work out here. People got a day to survive, yeah. right? Uh, be, be, be careful out there, G-Man. A lot of people gone, a lot of people Literally go missing. Literally, like, like the uh, story from Amos Moses, wasn't it? And getting found again. <laughs> yeah. Right. Don't need any other action. So, right, anyway. This a, lot, a, lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people ask a lot of questions since they go missing in these here swamps. Why do they put that in there? It's like, consider the call to the FBI, but decided against it. Then they were going to go off and have dinner. Yeah. They weren't really hungry. You know, it's just like one of those... Maybe don't mention it then, but anyway. But you know, good good article so far. Well, because of the, well, because otherwise you would say, well, what, well, for goodness sake, why didn't they call the FBI? Well, they considered it and they decided against it. Oh, okay. Well, we saw that that X Files. It looked a bit weird. Right. Listen to Scully. Right, but then there's the cooler days and nights of the full approach. The lizard man receded back into the swamp as he suddenly as he'd appeared. His summertime reign of terror ended, but the legend was born. Why anyone with any cocks yeah. know on my head? Maybe you I think so. Do you think I don't know. Lizard man probably can't play guitar very well because he's only got three fingers. Yeah. Play bass. It didn't stop that. Was it Django? <laughs> something or another. It was some guitarist from France with two fingers. Anyway, um, over the decades, there have been sightings on occasion and a smattering of automobile maulings. Always within the vicinity of swamps around Bishopsville, but nothing like the summer of 19... This is 1998. I think 88 was what we said before, when the lizard man made his presence. Yeah. Cars What's so the name of the town? The, let's have a look. No, Bishop. Bishopsville. Bishop. Yeah, there's only so one bishop. They only have one bishop living there. Bishop Brennan. No. <laughs> They're not apostates. Bishopsville, South Carolina. Hmm, near the Lee State Park. Yeah, so, you know, some crypt has come out and decided to attack a load yeah. of cars. Yeah, it's it's an, it's an odd it is, MO, yeah. isn't it? And it seemed, I mean, it seems like there was a, you know, a, a spate of reports kind of all around 
uh, sort of all around that summer from different like, people. The so. one bad apple in the lizard man family. It's like, you know, he's kick off. <laughs> well, I don't care. Well, look, listen, you've got to keep it down, man. We just got... Yeah. I didn't ask to be born a lizard man. Or something, you know, just keep it, keep it chill. Otherwise, they're going to stop kind of hunting this. Do you reckon that he he looked enviously upon the freedom and liberty, uh, like all the world does, on Ameri- of the American yeah. youth? Where, where is my democracy? Um, and where is my shining mine, city yeah. upon the and, hill? Um, he said one one scaly tear rolling <laughs> down his scaly face. <laughs> he um, he became angry and then started lashing out at their cars because he he knew. Wow. Deep in his heart, that potent can... symbol of American exceptionalism, isn't it? I imagine they're all driving like huge caddies or something. <laughs> Pontiacs with yeah. nine litre engines. Some sweet semi Cuda or something with a V8 engine just growling Lovely. out of the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. They no, went, went like a load of dats and cherries or whatever. <laughs> um, definitely. Not. Citroen 2CVs. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would quite, um, like go get, I don't drive, I don't think either of us do actually, well, I know neither of us do actually, because we don't, where we live, it's not really necessary day to day, but, um, yeah, I, but, uh, you know, you're going to buy a car, one of those really ridiculous ones where the engine is just, you know, peeking out the top of the hood. A hot rod? Yeah. You'd like a hot rod, uh, would you? Probably for about five minutes, it just looks a bit, well, you know. Would you call it something like Mr. Muscle? No, I totally wouldn't. I wouldn't want to draw it where... No, no, it's something I wouldn't like. If you know, if you were going like, if you were like doing a driving day or something, like an experience day, and you'd, like you'd like, you know, just go and drive at sort of like I don't know, eighty miles an hour around a track or something, something like. You'd like doing a hot doing rod, a hot rod, yeah, that'd be good. Chromed out hot rods called like, I don't like the Widowmaker or something. <laughs> okay, not one, not one for the nicknames to be honest with you, but uh, I, you know. Right, anyway. Would you just call it like Mary Bell or yeah, something? something like give it, a, give, give it yeah. a lady's name. Yeah. And make love to it in the long grass. They have really awful anecdotes about how you've got to treat the accelerator. <laughs> like, yeah. A, yeah. It's like, yeah, we won't get into it. Right. I'll tell you what I anyway. noticed because you, both of us, both of our jobs, unbelievably, uh, have analysts in the title, they do. don't they? Yeah. Um, Actually, well, mine no longer, probably, yeah, I do run a team of analysts. Probably, probably, <laughs> even worse. Maybe we're not the best people to be doing urban legend stuff with our analyst heads. But um, so I was looking at the analytics, and we've been getting quite a lot of um, listens recently. A real pickup in listens around uh, Washington DC and sort of that area in Virginia. And I'm wondering if it's been if we've been caught somehow, or it's been pulled out by uh, by the what, the FBI? N- no, is it national... Oh, the security... NSA? Yeah, I don't know, NSA. I can't remember what... The- NSA, I think, is what you're going for. NSA, yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if it's pulled out because we constantly claim that we're sponsored by the CIA and the CIA use the podcast to uh, to do enhanced interrogation. You don't know, do you? There's so many, there's so many levels of autonomy within the CIA. Who, who, could, who could know? Yeah, it could be yeah. some black budget yeah. podcasting. Black budget. You know, it's all very deniable. You know, well, very many yeah. removes. I mean, we can't truly know, can we? We just, you know, we just read between the lines and we... Well, we know, just asking we know questions what we know, now. you know. <laughs> believe it or don't believe it, I don't give a shit. 
It'd be really funny if suddenly a bag went over your head and you yeah. disappeared from the screen. <laughs> Wake up in Guantanamo Bay and go, yeah, you're going to have a big fucking mouth, lad. It's got you in a bit of trouble. You shouldn't have made those jokes about Simon Cowell yeah. and his Mekong River stuff yeah. movies. Which, which one? <laughs> he's, very, he's very important to our efforts. Which one was it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But then, in the summer of 2015, something remarkable happened. The thing that had always eluded believers and authorities, evidence, proof, a photograph of the creature taken by a woman with her cell phone as she left church. The photo and a subsequent video may prove Lizardman's existence beyond a believer's doubt, but his shy nature remains unchanged. The Lizardman remains elusive. Do you think that he was he was trying to get a bit of Jesus in him? Well, he just, and then he kind of ran off as ran off as the as the service ended. He's just curious to know what all this you know. What is this religion that you speak of? <laughs> he from? just had a, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, what that was. Um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's just curious. He's got this. Uh, you, human, what is this yeah, religion? He was, he was you turning speak into of? Star Trek alien, to be honest with you. But um, I don't know, I realised it was a cryptid. What is love, human? Swamp is love. But, uh, no, he's, um, you know, he just he's got that god shaped hole in his heart, and he just he just wants to, you know, he can't understand it. He's only a, he's only a lizard man. Yeah, doesn't know what to do about it. Yeah, just frustrated, just start just lashing out, chewing chrome, like we all do, really. Well, he, wouldn't you? To willing to if, you were, if you were banished to the swamp, if only Jesus could come down and sort of help him. And he comes down again. Ah, sorry, not lizard people. Is, is the lizard man anything to do with the Ikean theorems? The Ikean? Yeah, David Ike oh, and right. his lizard people. Uh, could, it, could, it, could it maybe have been a member of the royal family? Well, do, you, do you know what? That's possible, wouldn't it? Because that would be ironic, wouldn't it? Because normally they tend to be in positions of power and they hide their true nature, is, is as I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe if one of them like turned and they couldn't turn back. Maybe that's what happened to Diana. <laughs> Do you know what? Because, yeah, she couldn't have died in a car accident, could she? A legend like that. Absolutely not. No. It doesn't, it doesn't add up. Maybe that's where the Queen's gone. Maybe. With Paddington. Yeah. The, new, uh, the, the, the grim reaper for people who can't face reality. <laughs> Weird that, wasn't it? <laughs> what was that? That sort of picture that came out of Paddington. Oh, it was really was Paddington leading her spirit off to heaven or something? Yes. Yes. Yeah, thank you. I'm saying thank you for your service, Mum. <laughs> oh, it's licking my mouth a little bit. Paddington <laughs> leading her over the river sticks. Yeah, so that's a... Placing a, a coin on her tongue. It's a very modern theology, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this Peruvian bear in it. Where's the Southwesters going to take you? He loves Marmite, yeah, he's going to take you over the... He does sound like, he likes Marmalade, not Marmite. Oh, no, it's Marmite. He might like Marmite, you don't know. He doesn't know, he likes... Similar divisive British condiments. He likes likes the tangy zest of the Marmalades. No, who wouldn't? Not the the salty umami of the Marmite. Oh, I could do one after the other, though, Chris. I I had some Marmalade on Sunday, actually. It was very nice, having had some for ages. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a jam man myself. On a scone with some some cream, that's fine. But 
Hungry now. Right, anyway, let's get, let's get this over with after dinner. Right, <laughs> South, so, 20, 2017, South Carolina Emergency Management Division tweeted out a warning about pos- possible lizard man reappearance during the Great American Solar Eclipse. Who did? 2017. The South Carolina Emergency Management Division. South Carolina Emergency Division. South Carolina Emergency Management Division. Right, so one of three things has happened to Right, one... This is a uh, a group that sounds official, but it's just amateurs who are into cryptid stuff. Same. Two, two. Uh, it's a tweet that's sent out as a bit of fun, like um, like when the Met Office or whatever do um, track Santa on Christmas or whatever. Yeah. And do you know why they can track Santa? Because he had the fucking vaccine, that's why. Uh, or three, it, someone someone treated out seriously and works for a serious organisation and, um, you know, thing, things aren't great in the public sector. I mean, all of the above. So, so, so it's not one, I'll tell you that. I looked up their website, but they do have a Twitter account, and it's probably run by a bored teenager. Because yeah. I'm just looking at their very latest tweet sent out five hours ago. It's here that boo gobble gobble ho 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 happy New Year time for cheer. Whether your what? occasion be spooky or spectacular, corner table or entire dance hall, a little planning keeps your event special for all. And then there's a link through to ready.gov business implementation emergency. And then there's a picture from Carrie where she's getting their crown as the homecoming queen saying every special event should have an emergency plan because it's just before she gets a bucket of pig's blood put over her head. Yep, which I can tell you as someone who's currently writing a business continuity plan is one of the main things that you have to plan for. Yep, you know, errant teenagers. Well, I don't know what the boo gobble gobble ho 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 happy new year time is all about, but I, I assume um, it's something. Boo, so, it's so Halloween, boo, I imagine. Halloween. Yeah. Gobble gobble would be Thanksgiving, ho 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 Christmas. So you've got three big, three yeah. festivals that are big in America coming up kind of in the next two months, I guess. Well, there you go. But, you know, get your planning done, Neil. Just because it's Christmas don't mean that emergencies stop happening, people. Absolutely doesn't that. mean that at all. Make sure to get well, you your need to be cool much prepared. Make, get make yeah. If if anything, it should be the time of year when you're most on guard. Get yourself a cool tree prepared right now. Yep. Turn this podcast off and go and do it. Yep. Get your go bag sorted. <laughs> yeah. Business okay. continuity. Go business continuity. Yeah, I've got my six yeah. passports. I've got different currencies. Got redundancy built into all your servers yet? Why not? Yeah. Why not? What happens? Physical and geographical. Now? Can you still sell a car if there's a flood? These kind of things. What if there's? What if it gets struck by lightning? What are you going to do? What if a lizard man breaks through your car window right now? What's your move? Yeah, what if it... <laughs> he's there now? <laughs> what are you going to do? You didn't plan. <laughs> now we've got to do plan <laughs> to die. This, this, this message is endorsed by the South Carolina emergency. <laughs> we, we kind of veered off of the wacky fun riff that we were given, but. Hey lads at the SCEMD, if you, you know, you want to fancy some, some podcasting stuff, you feel free to come on board or, uh, you know, give us a brief. We'll, we'll sort you out some, uh, some little stingers or something. Yeah. They, they like to have, um, they like to have a little fun with their work, Chris, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, that's unfortunately, especially on the socials, really... you know, 
we don't really like to do fun stuff over serious. Serious. This is a this is a serious investigation into the potentially paranormal phenomena that. So look, so they've had a bit of fun with it. Ha ha! Like it's you know, it's not that. I tell you what, it's not that fun if your car's your car bumper's been chewed off. Chrome's all twisted and chewed. Do you know what I lost because of that? My car was off the road and I couldn't do my job as an Uber driver. And then because of that, then I foreclosed on my house and my wife left me. And now I'm currently living in a barrel filled with toxic waste. So, you know, it's not that much fun, is it? This is how Penelope's are made. It's not that much fun. This is how Elizabeth... You know, do you know what? Maybe maybe show a bit of class at people at the South Carolina emergency, something or other. Show, you know... It might it might seem funny to you, but these things have knock on consequences. Butterfly effect. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get them shadow banned. <laughs> Give it a go. Well, as as they put it here, it wasn't clear if his seemingly nocturnal nature would be befuddled when dusk arrived in the middle of a summer's day. Sad lizardman didn't get the message. Perhaps he doesn't do Twitter. You get the oh. impression that this arc isn't entirely serious, Chris, which disappoints me. It disappoints me greatly. So visit Steer and Scape or Swamp are encouraged to remain vigilant. However, the inevitable return of South Carolina's very own monster. So next time you're in Bishopville, perhaps to admire the Button King's button cuff and hearse. We'll get onto that in a minute. Or to see what might be the largest bowl weaver in history at the Cotton Museum. Yes, all of these in one tiny small town. Keep an eye out for what is probably the quirkiest resident of what may very well be the quirkiest town in South Carolina. You've used the I've just got to quickly look at. I know the Button King is going to disappoint me, but I need to find out what the Button King is. I think oh, a 403 the, error. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, it's crashed my computer. <laughs> um, I think. <sighs> I think the Cotton Museum might say, be a bit, Cotton Museum. A bit too, sa- bit too <laughs> sad. That might not be fun for all the family. Yeah, not yeah. sure. Oh, look, here's the world's largest bull weevil. And, uh, yeah, oh, where did the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you seem to be, there seems to be a big bit missing yeah, here. Between 1816. <laughs> Yeah, in the early 20th century, the boll weevil invaded the United States, destroying cotton fields as it swept northward from Texas. Cotton's only natural enemy, well, that that Lincoln, (laughs) eh? Um, The boll weevil destroyed 70% of South Carolina's cotton crop in two years and terrorised cotton farmers until eradication (laughs) took hold in the mid-1970s. Today, only a bare minimum of boll weevils can be found in South Carolina, and the state is considered to be weevil-free. There you go, Chris. Weevil-free. about boll weevils. And Lisbon. Well, let's have a look as well and see what um, see what this like. So and there's a place on the outside of town called Cottonwool, Cottonwoods Villa. Again, that's very sounds much haunted as fuck. Oh, it's a quirky um, little town. Let's have a, let's have a let's have a look. See if I can find out what the button man is as well. While we're here. let's face it. I'm, hey, look, look. You know, past the past. We're trying to move forwards. Chain. You know. Yeah. We're trying to make it a quirky town now. It's quirky. <laughs> so, yeah. Button Man of Bishopville. 
I'll tell you what, the people at CarQuest Auto Parts in Bishopville would have done quite well out of uh, the old Lizard Man. I wonder if they had something to do with it. What do you reckon? Maybe. Could be, could be. Oh, sadly, the Button King has passed, Chris, but uh, he, was a, he was an outsider artist, a musician. Did a lot of uh, hmm. unusual button art, apparently. Oh, good luck to him. Yeah. Wonder if he dressed like a pearly. I wonder if I was he knew say, I just pearly if he was like, Yeah, pearly king. He had three thousand buttons on his guitar and five hundred buttons on his shoes. Oh, no pictures though. Never learned to do laces. Let's have a look. Here we go. Here's a picture. Yeah, he does look a little bit like a pearly king. Does he? Wonder if he knew about. Yeah, them. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just like badges and stuff. Well, what we call badges. I'm sure. I'm sure. Very much. Very much. Any society which has invented or used buttons has had someone who's just put as many buttons on as they could. I think it's just, well, it's like various different um, societies. Men, 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 mental, mental illness is pervasive. No, no, I think it's um, it's like a sort of working class just way of doing something a bit showy, isn't it? It's, but, you know, like the, the, that's yeah. what Pearly King thing is. Or you think about, like, I don't know, um, what the parades in Brazil or what have you, or the Notting Hill Carnival or what have you, just like the elaborate costumes. Yeah. Tell you what, I'm having a look on the uh, street view of Bishopsville, and it's like a slice of Americana. It's like what? It's like a like Back to the Future town kind of yeah, thing. Okay. Apart from like a lot of places and a lot of places in England as well, there's quite a few boarded up shops now. Yeah, that, it's always a shame, every, isn't it? That's everywhere. Yeah, it's like it's you know kind of quintessential small town USA kind of mm. that kind of imagined thing it's a bit like that well, if I ever find myself in the area we should go there open yeah. a button shop pay our tribute to the button king yeah um, yeah so I'm just looking up the, so the, a woman in Sumter told WCIV which I think is a local news channel she spotted the fabled creature Sunday morning as she stepped out of the church's sanctuary see even the lizard man respects sanctuary she snapped a photo with her phone and immediately sent a photo to the... Would have burst into flames if you tried to cross the threshold. Oh, yeah, it would have been. Like, like I do. Stop, <laughs> <laughs> skin starts falling ah. off. My, my hand to God, I am not making this up, she wrote to the station. All right, enough about God. Sarah said you've you already been to church. Stop kissing his ass. You're never going to meet him. No, yeah, one day. She was just a mile or so from the lizard man was spotted in May. According to the uh, local news channel... A man sent the station a video he took in May of what he thought was a lizard man. The man who sent the video said he planned to keep quiet about his sighting until he saw the other reports. I saw your lizard man story. It's given me the courage to send you a video I took in early May. He wrote, though my wife believed me that it's real, she said she would be embarrassed that everyone would think I was a loon, so I kept a secret. Oh, God, that's a what horrible marriage. It's videotape. You know, <laughs> make up your own mind, people. That's what I'd say. A loveless marriage. I hope you find, I hope you find someone who appreciates him. Well, like, she just doesn't want him to be embarrassed. She knows how sensitive he is. You don't know. Might be very passionate. Might have a very hot marriage, Chris. Yeah. The, 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 every time. The, the makeup sex is brilliant. After oh. she, she puts him down and he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? They haven't given his name. Oh, well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> they asked to stay anonymous because it was hot. Yes. That's how he likes it. Yeah, again, that was the Scape or Swamp. In the video, the man ducks behind a tree and a dark figure with a long tail can be seen from afar. If you're wondering, I absolutely believe it's real. Um, and other stories think it looks like more like something out of MST3K. What's that? 
Um, Mystery Science Theatre. You seen that? They do a lot of these cheesy movies. They really yeah, all that stuff. Oh, what are they? So, um, so there's some pictures. There's like four separate pictures which have what could be anything with a circle around it, but yeah. it's not one of them. Well, literally, if you hadn't of you know, if it didn't have a circle around it, you really wouldn't spot it. No, just as like a tree. It's that far away. Yeah. But make up your own mind, readers. Well, that's it's called camouflage, Neil. Well, exactly. Oh, oh, sorry. Should he just stick out like a sore thumb? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What should we? Should we be wearing a pink tutu? Would that yeah. be better for you? Yeah. We've got to do some work to identify the lizard man. Oh, sorry. Sorry, he doesn't come with every fucking happy meal. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's well. That's about all there is to say. It would appear on the. Uh... So there's been some sightings. That's good. He didn't really. He didn't even got up to much though. Well, I mean, he's chewed a few fenders, you know, he's attacked a few cars back in the 80s, but that was very much... Didn't, didn't we all? It was very much like, in vogue. Like Skid Row, that was very much his heyday in the 80s. <laughs> but that looks increasingly terrifying since. I said, like, Skid Row played the fucking Somewhere in Brighton the other day. And that's why they are. They were like an 80s band. It's like that kind of cock rock era, do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Eight, 18 and a life, you've heard that? 18 and let go. No. 18 let go. Sebastian Bach, have you heard of him? No. No, I think the only sort of cock rock... I mean, I might know more, but I kind of... Like Motley Crue, that's kind of... Yeah, Motley Crue. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? If you could... If you could, for like six months, like just do any job in the world, it would be being in a... Being in a cock rock band in the eighties in LA, wouldn't it? Like that. They probably a, had a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be a laugh for like six months. I mean, obviously, you know, you, that'd be it. Like you wouldn't, yes. want to, you wouldn't want to carry on forever. But I'll tell you what, you do. They, the you'd worst be one. Dead. Of, well, exactly. Yeah, the huge amounts of heroin and cocaine combined. Yeah, I'd, I'd stay. I'd steer clear of the opiates. That's my. That's that's always been my line that I draw. Well, the thing is, you could you could jam with Slash when he was unknown as well. That'd be cool if you were doing like real sort of like eighty five or something like that. Or they were just becoming kind of like big on the scene. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> yeah, dri- driving around on your motorbikes. The worst one they've ever seen. I'm sure there was. I mean, that Twisted Sisters and that. There was one called um, Tiger Tales, and that was. Uh, <laughs> And they all had like a like a, a little coloured tail coming out of their pocket. Oh. One of one of the green one and one of the blood blue one or something. Oh, so like, yeah. they were, like they were in separate tiger gangs. Yeah. Did you think? Do you think that that, that tail has been spelt with an S, Chris? I think you're probably with the Z, isn't it? Oh, yeah, right. It was. <laughs> a Y. <laughs> Can't remember what any of the songs were called, but I saw a video once. That was that and uh, David Lee Roth from Van Halen has kind of probably preempted a lot of this stuff. It's some remember someone showing me once he had a video of him and it's just like the biggest amount of cocaine ever ingested. He changes costume around every three seconds on average. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely sure that a lot of problematic stuff probably happened, but because I don't know it off the top of my head, I'm going to ignore that and say that that would have been a right laugh to do if for like if you did it for like six months. That would have yeah. Been if we take out the, the inevitable, yeah, horrific stuff that probably happened, let's just yeah, let's be very surface level on this. Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't indulge in any of the. Oh, uh, if anyone listening can make that happen, <laughs> without any of the problematic stuff, yeah, you know. Right. Okay. So oh, that was an interesting. Detour into 80s. Uh, well, we're running well, it a was bit. 88. Look, hey, we're, that's we're, when the, the man was big. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's it. All, it all ties up now. Had a brief resurgence in 2015, but uh, you know. Yeah. Well, it's becoming big again, isn't it? Cockrock. <laughs> no, I don't know about that, but uh... Cockrocks and the lizard man. <laughs> Well, I don't know if he's on the next um, season of Stranger Things. Is it like a, you know if they defeat the final villain to the cheer strains of Motley Crue's "Too Young to Fall in Love"? You never know. All <laughs> the kids suddenly, fucking Gen Z, suddenly getting into it. Yeah. No, seriously, don't approach Vince Neil. Yeah, <laughs> literally catch gonorrhea from the other side of the room. Oh yeah. All right, no. there he goes. <laughs> I only got halfway through and then caught myself. Uh, right, okay, so I think that's that's probably him. There wasn't a lot to say about the Lizard Bunny. There's kind of... loads of articles. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what I that's... got out of it. There might be that's... loads of articles, but they're all just around how, you know, a lizard lad jumped out in 88 and chewed some pandas. You know, this... um... well, actually, okay, sorry, there's, there's a... let's do a quick tour, actually. Let's have a quick look at Wiki and just have a say. Oh, I'd like to say that in 2010, the TV program Destination Truth featured the legendary yes. creature. Children's books such as Maniacal uh, Monsters and Bizarre Beasts include the monster in their best years. Uh, Linda Godfrey's 2014 book, American Monsters, A History of Monster Law, Legends and Sightings in America, includes a chapter on Lizardman. God, that must be thin. And cryptozoologist Lyle Blackburn. Yeah, he's written a book. The true right? story of the Bishopsville monster details the entire history of the creature. Also been and on a also... sci-fi show called Fact or Faked. It has. Um, and was in a hundred newspapers in the, when it, when it originally happened. So, you know, it, it got around a bit, but I think it was, again, it was a, you know, a brief hot night in South Carolina in the late eighties. That was. Well, it happened over kind of the summer, didn't it? Yeah. Oh. Out in the swamp. It does look as well. So having a quick look at the wiki, it's there's um they've been selling t-shirts and things like this. So uh, nice. that was good for the community. So what I like this, this is a this is a good story, Chris, where people have like lent into it and gone, yeah, brilliant. We, you know, we're going to make this part yeah. of the uh, you know part of a wacky we've got, town, we've got a little town. But we're going to you know we all, all we've got is a button king and a church and a swamp and a whatever checkered history. <laughs> so well, yeah, yeah, let's. <laughs> Oh, let's, let's, let's lead into the lizard man. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, don't feel we need to get in the cop museum. Look, we've got a lizard man. So, um, Schools I'm reading... Oh, no, no got, got, oh, fair enough. So, there is... Morning for extra. Apparently, um, there's a legend which uh, matches up with it from the Creek Indians... Or okay. First Nation people, as we prefer to say, now a cryptid wiki, do better. So uh, the Creek were a Native American confederacy forming the largest division of the uh, Muscogean family, primarily in Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina. They received the names from the English on account of the numerous streams in the country. Nice and easy. Uh, according to the Myths and Tales of Southeastern Indians by John Reed Swanton in 1929, the Creek encountered a human-sized lizard monster in the area. Several Indians... I'm, I'm going to read it as Indians, but obviously we don't particularly like the term. Well, no, I mean, although I've, I've heard, to be fair, it kind of it, it, might, it can be preferred to amongst... Anyway, well, let's get into all of that. 
It's not our, our area of expertise. No. Um, several Indians were out together and formed a hunting camp. A hunter came back one evening and said, I found a big bear tree. He told the rest of the hunters, and they said to, uh, to one another, tomorrow morning we'll set out and build a fire there and smoke the she-bear out so that we can see her. They slept to the next day, started off, and came... So a bear tree is where a bear sleeps in a tree, presumably. One of shames. Or turned uh, into not, a bear, possibly. Yeah, or bears grow from it. That's where yeah. we get bears from. Oh, yeah. Delicious, crunchy bears. Mm. <laughs> so sweet. Um, so they slept to the next day, started off, and came to the place. When they got to where the big tree stood, it looked as if something lived there. And they said to one another, a bear surely lives here. So they started a fire under it. The smoke filled up the hollow inside, and soon a big lizard came out. The people saw it and ran away. It's not a bear. Something lives there, but ain't. Yeah. It's like bear's address. The big lizard jumped down and gave chase. It ran along until it caught up, uh, until it caught one of them and then came back with it. I see we're planning to move to the UK now, getting smoked out of trees. Well, this is in the US. He's from Peru, of course. Yeah, but, you know, I imagine. Who knows? I mean, it's a bit, I mean, it's, it's a risky move considering that we made bears extinct in this country. Maybe that's where he saw his gap in the market. Things have yeah. moved on. You know, exactly. bear, bear culture is more accepted now. Yeah. Um, so. Marmalade sandwiches to be had. Lovely. Uh, it's more Paddington based, this, uh, Lizard Man episode than I was thinking yeah, it would be. Yeah, well, you know. There we go. Sad how these things go, isn't it? <laughs> So, least um, resistance as ever, Chris. So, it uh, it grabbed him and took him to the big tree and threw him down into it. Then it chased another and did the same in each turn. Uh, it overtook, caught, and brought him back. Only one was left. It chased him, and after it had gone a great distance, overtook him and brought him back. When it was coming through a place where the trees were thick, a tiger or panther was lying asleep in it. When the big lizard got there with the man, the panther awoke and jumped on it. The lizard let the man go and jumped on the panther in turn. They began to fight. The Ooh. man saw this, jumped up and ran away. Of the, peop- uh, of the people who had gone far away from their homes to hunt, only one came back and he told the people how the big lizard had killed the others. So that just sounds like a big lizard, not a humanoid lizard. What could it have what could it have been? Who knows? Who knows? An, an allegorical tale. Yeah. Serial killer. Just making, you know, covering his tracks with a bit of, bit of myth. So, yeah, and that seems to be it, that kind of spate of sightings. Yeah, uh, there's, there's not, there's not loads. On, did, did we know, did we note that on August, uh, 5th, and this was in 88, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base, filed a report with the police saying that he had encountered the Lizardman on Highway 15 and said he had shot and wounded it. He presented several scales and a small quantity of blood as evidence. Mm. Orr recanted this account two days later when he was uh, arraigned for unlawfully carrying a pistol and a misdemeanor offence of filing a false police report. <laughs> According to all, he had invented the sighting in order to keep stories about the lizard man in circulation. I think we can so, discount that then. Yeah, unless, well, unless someone got to him. Unless the lizard man got to him. Yeah, the, you know, big lizard managed to uh, 
cover yeah. it up. Big reptile. Uh, okay, then, Neil, uh, let's go through the scores. Um, so, spookiness, Neil, what do you think? Spookiness, yeah, it's... it's what's, go- what's going on in that beautiful big brain of yours? Well, not not fear of the lizard, man, I'll say that much. It, this, isn't, this ain't too spooky. I, I mean, you'll go up and choose some of your fenders. I mean, that's not pleasant, you know. Nobody wants to see lovely chrome work. You know, you put all day polishing into that. And that's with, uh, with a chamois it's... leather. And, and that's why, so I really, I, re- I really do think that you should consider our lizard man insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd distress you, but no, not exactly. Spooky. No, I don't know. I mean, you know, a huge walking lizard creature is scary, I guess, but... It doesn't seem to do much other than attack cars, and you know it's yeah. There's a, I suppose I suppose a huge crocodile-looking motherfucker would be kind of scary if you come across it in the middle of the night out in the swamps or whatever. But um, kind of like one of the Goombas from yeah. Mario Brother, but not as musty. Oh no, Mario Brothers live-action movie. Oh, one of Bob Hoskins' worst roles. Um, that's saying something. Oh, he's a good actor as he was. Um. Yeah, you, oh, well, I was I was going to go give it a five, but you've now you've now made it go down for me, Chris. So I'm going to give it um, give it a three. No, it's right. not that spooky for me. I don't owe him anything. Um, so the first guy saw it and it attacked his car. The rest of them, it seems to be that the you know people have seen the effects of the lizard man rather than the lizard man himself. Yeah, I mean, none of the other ones are named other than they sort of like somebody took a photo from a distance, but there's no real interaction. Um, Look, the error of his ways, he doesn't attack cars anymore, it would seem. So, swamps, I think, are scary. I'm like a swamp land, I think it's yeah. quite scary because. Malaria's pretty bad. Pick up malaria, you've got sort of Roman legion trying to bridge it, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, no, but, well, you've, you've got, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of animals that are dangerous to humans in swamps, isn't there? I mean, so, you know, First off, I don't really want to be fucking around with crocodiles and alligators no. at all. Uh, second of all, I don't really want to be fucking around with snakes. Don't mind snakes. They're fine. I'm not scared of them particularly, but I don't want to be like lumbering through their habitat no, asking no. to get bitten. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so they're quite... Swamps are quite scary, so I don't really want to be going around in the swamps. Um, the little man himself, yeah, I mean, if you saw it, it would shit you up. Like, bah. And he's quite a big lad. Yep, seven foot. Yeah, I mean, not, not, not so big that you wouldn't, you know, yeah, have a chance. He'd be, he'd be all right at basketball, presumably, but, uh. Very good, yeah, because centre. Wouldn't be three points every time. No, centres rarely do the three points. No. They're more in and around the rims. There you go. I believe. Um, so I think it, it being in a sort of swamp area, sort of in the middle of nowhere, car breaks, lizard man attacks, I think it's got a bit of scariness. It's not as scary as Penelope, which is probably the, the scariest one we've probably had, really. Kind of that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think three's harsh now. I'm going to I'll go ahead and uh, stick it down for a five. Fair enough. So believability. Well, now, so the, the likelihood of there being humanoid lizards is unlikely to start with. Yeah, sort of I like, think that's safe to say. <laughs> you know, a Bigfoot or whatever, kind of a, you know, a great ape style thing 
more possible. But as apart, well, I guess birds, but we're sort of the only bipeds, aren't we? So a lizard becoming bipedal. Well, it's something like geckos or whatever sort of run on, or the ones where they get. Yeah, that's Australia, which is a, a wild and lawless that's country. That's a whole different yeah. thing. It's like another planet. Yeah. Um, but do you know what I mean? Bipedal, not many bipedal lizards, although you do get those ones that in the desert run on their back legs. It's really mm. hot, but it seems to be very human, human-esque. Um, again, things can, ex- it's not supernatural as he's equipped So yeah. that's obviously gives it a few bumps up and there are purported sort of lots of, sort of incidents of evidence and a few sightings. And again, even though the pictures are shit, there are some pictures, and that. And you, what you've got to remember, dear listener, is we've got this is like the seventy third, or well, actually, if you count the ones which we didn't haven't released or whatever, it's probably about the eightieth of these that we've looked at. So the bar is very low for evidence. So just some pictures with circles on them is actually quite high. Um, it's something. It's something. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven nil believability. I don't think I'll go that high because um, just intrinsically, it's not that believable a concept. Um, there have, I mean, there have been some sightings, there's some photos um, and a video apparently, as, as convincing or unconvincing as you might find them. Um, they're part of the course as you said, Chris. Um, but that'll bump up a little bit. But I think what's not getting it too high for me is because. You know, with some of them, you can get like an idea that actually people might believe it themselves. I kind of get the feeling this is more one that, you know, it's like a little bit of a fun legend they have around the community, and they just they just enjoy it because it's a nice little thing for their town. There's nothing and wrong with not, that. It's 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 not it's not bad for bringing in a few extra. No, if it, you know, if it sells a few t-shirts, gets a few tourists in, why not? You know. Yeah, I like that. A few cocktails, and we're all we're all about that. So, um, but yeah, in the spirit of that, I'm going to give it a six. Six, okay. So, uh, narrative premise, Neil. Um, it's a tricky one here because he's not, he's not really got a backstory. He attacks mm. cars. He's not really got an interesting MO. I mean, just inherently, mm. a cryptid's good. It's a good location. I like the setting. Small town, swamp. That's good. Um, yeah, I'm struggling a little bit though with kind of like, I don't know. You could do like a swamp thing. Or something, I guess, like he's you know come from nature or something like that. You be, it's not nothing, but there's not. It's one of those ones where the setting maybe maybe it's about you know it's about world building. This one, you know, the, the, mm. you're gonna have to build from that. So I think yeah, I think you've got a compelling little setting. You could do like a, a true detectives kind of style thing where it's the, the setting becomes a bit <laughs> of a character. I don't know where I'm going with this, Chris, but um, yeah, he's played he's played by Woody Harrelson. He's played by Woody Harrelson, and uh, yeah, the. I can't remember who the other people in the story were, but uh, yeah, there's not. There's there's the I think because of the setting, there's the bones of um, of a story you could tell here. You could have you know, um, so that's why I'm going to go slightly higher than I might normally and give this a six. Six. So yeah, there isn't much of a story there. Is you know, he's a decent creature. Obviously, lizard men kind of been around for a while so I'm not sure of how original it is or whatever or what have you um, but there's a lot there's a lot of if you wanted to make something like if you wanted to embellish it further then there's a, you've got a lot of 
room to yeah. manoeuvre in. Yeah. Like, what is it and where's it come from and all of that. You've got all of that. You've got the whole origin story. You could do what you fucking like with that. So you could do so if you wanted to make something around this, a franchise, say, around Elizabeth. Netflix, I hope you listen. Also, yeah, and also then we've got the whole, is it Diana? So yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, which I can't remember which article that was in, but it was there somewhere. It was presumably so, a Daily Express article, one of the, <laughs> the 20,000 ones they've run since she sadly passed. So I'm going to give it a six as well now. Now, Reach, so it's not bad. I mean, I've, I'm starting to, so we've been doing this over a year and I'm starting to lose track what I knew before I started doing this and why I did it. <laughs> so. Tell me this is one you knew for fuck's sake. I don't think it, I can't no, have been. I think, I think it's, what was the one which was near New Orleans that we did? Was it the honey monster or something? No, we did. We haven't done it yet. Rougarou? <laughs> Did we do the Rougarou? Yeah, we did do the Rougarou. Yeah, that was somewhere around that area. So he was mentioned in the Rougarou as a thing. So I think that's where we got it from. Um, So, yeah, so I I, I don't... So it's been in in some stuff. It's been in documentaries. It's been in a few books. But uh, I don't think it's probably that well-known outside of sort of that that area, the Carolinas and maybe Alabama and whatever. So I don't know. It's not massive, I don't think. I think it could be bigger. Yeah. And I think the the people um in the town of Bishopville probably want it to be bigger. So again, get in contact yeah. will will help. Um <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna get to give it a three. No. Yeah, it's quite low on the rich meter for me as well. It's fairly recent. It's kind of like um there's not been a lot of follow-ups, um, and, and it doesn't seem to have gone through that far. I don't, I don't think, you know, it's not one that's sort of, it's hugely run about. There's not a lot of footprint. It has been in some media, so there is something there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go slightly higher than you, I think, because it's been in a bit of media. It has been on Supernatural, sadly, which is always a little bit, but has been on the sci-fi show, so that's, that's something. And a hundred articles written. Yeah, and a hundred, a hundred newspaper articles written at the time. Um, yeah, and I like the fact that the um, you know the town obviously has, has a bit of fun with it, so uh, they're keeping the keeping it alive. So I'm going to give it a four. Four, and that gives us a sweet forty half marks. Dang on, that feels Not about right. Bad. Feels about right. Not one of they're right going to be one of the bigger too. ones, I don't think. But uh, it's the little oh. the little urban myth that could. Oh, well, this podcast you, uh... just slowly, you know. Yeah, just slowly ticking I know along. I can, I know I can yeah. be what I want to be, be what I want to be. That Naz song, lovely. Nice. Um, if so, if you know any Naz songs, then uh, please get in touch at herb.legends.podcast at gmail.com. Or for uh, if you know of any cryptids or any bits and bobs like have that. Have you spotted a lizard man or some other thing? Do you have a sighting yeah. for us? Do you? Do you? We will give you the right to reply. Mm-hmm. You can't trust big media. You've got to go to tiny podcasts. Yes. That's the way of the future. Get it out there. You know, we can't say what will happen after that, but we'll get it out there for you. And next week will be our final episode of Series Ooh. 3. <laughs> but not to worry. Week after that, uh, there will be a break in the podcast, but there won't really because there will be a mailbag episode, and then we'll be straight back into it for Series 4. And we've 
are currently working on something a little bit new and special to help you uh, through the uh, perineum between Christmas and New Year. Yes. So um, something for the holidays. Something for the holidays. Celebrate them. And as always, it's it's free. So um, yeah, hopefully that will be good. Um, if we're doing it anyway, so whatever. Just costs us. Um, just costs us our dignity. That's fine. <laughs> that, that, that's going cheap. Don't worry. Sanity, yeah. time, relationships. Yeah. yeah, friendship. Our friend, our yeah, personal yeah, friendship. Yeah. That's gone yeah. out the window. We used to be friends. That is now hate each other now. Literally, it's it's like sort of two. It's waiting like for the other one to quit. Like a, but we're too fucking stubborn. Yeah. Both of us. It's like those sort of double acts. Who They've been the only thing keeping us alive well into our 90s. The only thing keeping us alive is I hate yeah. one another. Nobody ever does podcasts <laughs> anymore, just muttering to ourselves. <laughs> for the old people well, saying, yeah. doing it into like a happy, sh- um, what did I call it? Just doing like it into the, a colostomy the... bag. <laughs> <laughs> Literally talking shit. Uh, yeah, so that, there we go. And on that, on that enlightening, Upbeat. No, we will see you at, uh, well, it'll be released Greenwich Mean Time, uh, 7am next Thursday. And I believe if you're on the, I think that's midnight if you're in Los Angeles. Oh, so, you, you know, it's like time traveling. Yep. Stick that on at one of your Hollywood parties while you're having your cocaine and prostitutes or whatever you do. And we'll see you soon. Enjoy yourself. Act responsibly. Goodbye. Thank you.